0: gentlemen i have to tell you something we thought we were in kansas but we're not in kansas anymore (laughs) toto we are in missouri and we are actually in this in this cool little conference room surrounded by bottles of whiskey and vodka and gin and we are sitting with andy rieger who is owner founder how how do you want to classify yourself andy of of rieger whiskey and company is am i saying that right
1: (laughs) i'm just the guy that uses excel that's all i really am (laughs) That's it.
0: Let's not downplay it because you (laughs) were a finalist in Erston Young's Entrepreneur of the Gear Award. Even though you like to downplay it, you were recently a finalist, which is really cool. And you're a hard worker and you're really passionate about this distillery and this company.
1: Well, it's been a fun ride so far and it's nothing that we want to stop anytime soon, that's for sure.
0: So tell everybody what what these bottles are just briefly in front of us. First. So so
1: the first one is our Kansas City-style whiskey, which is something that we really brought back from the dead. Uh, it's a blend of corn whiskey with rye whiskey along with a 15-year-old sherry wine, which comes directly from Spain. And so in bringing back this old style that was common back in the 1880s, 1890s, it really fits to the time that our brand, J. Rieger & Co., was founded. Uh, the second one is our Midwestern Premium Vodka. Uh, it is actually a blend of corn, wheat, and potato. And so from there, most vodkas are just corn, or just wheat, or just potato, and we sort of changed the entire model of what vodka can be, should be, and how people can enjoy it, even as something by itself, or just on the rocks. And the third is our uh, Midwestern Dry Gin, which is a traditional London dry style gin. Uh, it's made with five botanicals, uh, with wheat as the base. Uh, And actually, the gentleman who runs our gin program is the former master distiller of Tanqueray. So for all you gin fans out there, uh, if you enjoy Tanqueray or Tanqueray number 10, uh, he is the gentleman who has been behind those for the last 25 years, and so this is definitely something that should be right up your alley. Uh, It's made right here in Kansas City, and it's something that we're extremely proud of and we get more and more publicity on every single day
0: and you, we're going to do a little taste test
1: here today right well you are I think. I, think, I think you're the one that's been asking for it for a long time so well, you're definitely going to get and, some taste testing and
0: who's sitting next to me here cassie's all got her bib on pork and knife yes. in each hand <laughs> and chelsea's gonna take a taste too so we're all gonna just i mean this is exciting for us we don't every day get to hang out with people who create with such artistry whiskey vodka those types of things Well, so, should we smoke
1: cigars too A little little hot maybe. All right. All right. So the first one that we got going here is we're going to let you try our Kansas City styled whiskey. Okay.
0: I'm really, this is why I'm excited about this.
1: So this is a blend of whiskey between 4 and 11 years old along with sherry wine that is 15 years old. And so... From that, you'll be able to taste uh, natural spice from the rye. Uh, it's at 92 proof, so it's a little spicier, a little hotter than you might be used to. Uh, Chelsea <laughs> is just Chelsea's like, dominating. What
0: about my sip? Sorry. Wow,
1: that was awesome, actually. That, was, uh, that is delicious. And then delicious you'll be able stuff. to taste a little bit of that natural sweetness. My like natural instincts just came. Like, like, <laughs> it it's, <entire> it's, <laughs> it's probably warm too. Which...
0: It is. It is warm, but it is That's delicious. I'm not shooting you.
1: We know who's going last next time.
0: <laughs> that is delicious, though. Really, really good. Mm. That is good. That Fun? was amazing. No, that was amazing. I, I'm going to buy a bottle of that. That's how good that is. All right.
1: Next, we have the. We went in a horrible order, so I'm sorry. Uh, the next, we're going to do the vodka. And so, again, this is a blend of corn, wheat, and potato. Um, again this one's going to probably be warm too and i apologize for that yeah i'm just going to tell you honestly
0: i'm i'm used to doing my vodka at a minimum chilled with lemon and sugar on the side yeah or in a drink but
1: well here about i'll go first so i can tell you if it's it's not too bad
0: too bad it smells great
1: oh it's great yeah (laughs) cassie's the resident finisher
0: (laughs) you have to have one (laughs) i know but for real i can't believe how good that tastes not cold and not with no, anything was else. really good. Usually, I mean, I've had you know, okay. vodka where it's like, you know, a situation where, you know, you're like, here, taste this. And it's all, it was not good like that.
1: Yeah. So it's it's actually, so uh, forgive me if I just said it, but it's a blend of corn wheat and potatoes, so it's very different. Uh, the best compliment that we get on it is it's the whiskey drinker's vodka. And so from there, it's something that bartenders absolutely love because what they do is when you sort of break down making cocktails at bars, there's multiple components that go into a cocktail that all add up to the cost of that cocktail. And that is the spirit, all of the additives. And so from this vodka standpoint, you don't have to add very many other things to it to try to cover up that natural flavor that vodka's gonna bring, which is that alcohol-y flavored taste, more or less, Uh, that astringent character that vodkas bring to the equation most of the time. And so, having something that allows that cost of goods to be even less is something that allows for very profitable vodka-based cocktails for bartenders.
0: That's amazing. I'm gonna tell you, no, your third one is gin. I'm not a gin fan, so I'm gonna taste it. But um... you're
1: gonna taste it. So I'll okay. tell you, <laughs> before before we let anybody taste it, what okay. goes on with gin with us nowadays is uh, most people are used to bad gin. And what I ultimately mean by that is a lot of people in my generation especially are used to stealing gin from their parents' liquor cabinets as kids in high school, and we don't know what it was, and so we just take shots of it. And, and then we fill the bottle up and with we, water. Well, sure. Well, <laughs> if, well, if you're dumb like me, you do that and it freezes in the freezer. Um, but uh, I did get caught with that. That's a fact. But with drinking gin with shots, we throw up and we say, oh, gin's terrible. I never want to drink it ever again. And so we stop or we're in college and we think that we're being classy and we mix it with gin tonics but we buy really, really cheap gin and we buy really cheap tonic and then we get sick and we say, oh, I hate gin, I just, gin doesn't agree with me. Um, And even nowadays, you're getting a lot of these gins produced in America that people are trying that aren't true traditional gins and the reason why they aren't is because making a true traditional London Dry Gin is very difficult to do. Uh, so difficult that one of our operating partners who ran Maker's Mark for 14 years, uh, his best guess was 10 times the amount of weight of botanicals that we actually use in our gin. Uh, he's a very educated distillation expert. And him not even understanding the ideal range even of what we were going for uh, is something that's just shocking. So being able to have the gentleman who ran Tanqueray help us with our gin is a huge step up on the rest of the industry. So. This gin. And Tangeray
0: and Maker's Mark, those are my husband's two. Well, mm-hmm.
1: well now your husband can consolidate into one with I need the to house get a, of J. Rieger and Co.
0: I need, to, yeah, I need to get a party pack of so these three bottles.
1: So the gin is uh, five botanicals. It's a wheat base. The five I botanicals if are. I don't
0: like gin.
1: Nope. Okay. Uh, the five botanicals are juniper, uh, angelica root, licorice root powder, uh, coriander seed, and orange peel and so ultimately what's going on is it is juniper forward but it is not juniper heavy and so it allows that actual natural flavors to pop through to where you're not so inhibited with that juniper flavor that you can't stand the taste but it allows for all those other flavors to really come That's through true. and be something that shines
0: andy i'm going to tell you right now that i never understood why people like gin every single time i've tried it i've been like <sighs> That's and i am I'm sitting here right now going, I'm not even mad at it. It was so good. I, I really, as I took the sip, and you were talking about all the different things that are it's used, so, it's just... So even Cheryl, weird. even Cheryl just had a sip of that and well, she didn't I try the other one.
1: Cheryl, who, by the way, didn't have any of the first two, but when the, but when the gin came out, she was like, I'll take it.
0: I am not just saying this, okay? We very carefully listened and tasted all three of these and without ice or mixers Mm -hmm. absolutely delicious absolutely the whiskey is my favorite but I really enjoyed all of them
1: so one of the fun things with gin is uh, we'll sometimes have friends down here at the distillery and they will refuse to drink the gin because of old stigmas they carry and so with the gin uh, we actually had one person one time that refused hadn't had gin in 30 years And ended up drinking an entire six-ounce pour over about an hour, neat, no ice, nothing. Tried it and goes, dear God, this is something special.
0: It is. It really, really is. So if you're gonna mix something with your gin, what you said, you know, not getting cheap tonic. Or I mean, what do you normally?
1: So with with gin tonics, um, if we want to do something fun with a gin, or you at home want to do something fun with gin, that is nothing. That is. Crazy. You know, the problem we see all the time in this industry is people give recipes that are so far beyond what people can do at home or even use ingredients that people don't even understand are at home. And so from us, we like to boil everything down to a real simple level so you can enjoy something that tastes delicious, feels like it's truly crafted in a bar, uh, but something that you can easily make at home and everyone understands. With a gin tonic, especially with it being summer right now, one of the best things to do is start with a good gin, um, which is absolutely something that we have here at J. Rieger & Co. Start with a good tonic. Don't buy the cheap stuff. Just spend a little bit more because it's a total difference maker. And so we're talking about, there's a few brands that offer really good tonics. Um, there's one called Fever Tree. there's one called Boylan's, which are probably the big leaders in the industry. They come in little four-pack bottles. They are fantastic. And then with ours in particular, because orange peel is one of the ingredients that we use, just cut up an orange, and with an orange slice, just drop in the orange slice. Don't squeeze it, don't juice it so that it tastes like an orange juice and gin. Just drop the really thin orange slice into the gin cocktail. And so you have a really refreshing summer-based gin tonic that is so vastly different than the gin tonic that you're used to with lime that it will feel like an entirely different cocktail. And so changing the fruit and using good tonic is something that will completely change your entire perception of the traditional gin tonic.
0: What if you don't like tonic?
1: If you don't like tonic, then...
0: What else can you put gin with?
1: I'm sorry. Uh, No, I mean, the, the (laughs) the traditional gin martini is what this pops up in the most in bars on cocktail menus. Uh, because the base is there. So this product more so compares with uh, Tanqueray 10. When you consider what Tanqueray 10 is, it's Tanqueray's big brother. And what it was meant for is Tanqueray became so synonymous, the base Tanqueray, so synonymous with gin tonics, Tanqueray tonic, that they wanted to create an entirely different product that was meant for martini quality. Martini quality gins are considered a higher quality than base level gins. And so from that this is much more translational to a martini quality gin and so being able to even truly just chill the gin and throw an orange zest in it uh and really serve it in a martini like glass I'm is absolutely gorgeous I'm
0: serious I, I need to get all three of these bottles we need to bring a bottle home for mike too because mike made his old fashions with fancy oranges and uh cherries Cherry. last night and like really nice cherries that, like i've never seen before um so Where'd you go? My husband yeah. just—he likes old-fashioned things a lot, yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. so he, after a while, it's—you know—I think I could make an old-fashioned that's as good, or you know, close to what he's getting. He's been job. working on it. So he's been buying things for his bar, and he's got different—you know—things that he uses. And I don't know—he gets these cherries that are like fifteen dollars for a small bottle. He claims it makes all the difference because he muddles them and you know the whole business so. Bada bang really cherries. You know? Bada bang cherries, which I find funny being from New Jersey. Bada bang baku. Yeah. I'm going to be happy that we, we had the afternoon with you because so like, <laughs> I'm at work. <laughs> You're over there. How do you think this my husband good.
1: feels? This <laughs> is work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. This clarify. is true. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're working right now. It's nice. Cassie and Chelsea, we're working.
0: So here's the deal. I just want to tell everybody what a fabulous time we had here and that they need to look for the Rieger products gin, vodka, and the whiskey. is absolutely amazing. Oh my gosh, it's so good. All of it is delicious. Isn't it great? Oh my gosh. So check it out, everybody. Remember, you motivate me. And I'm Chelsea Rapp. <laughs> and I'm Lynette Renda. And I'm Lynette Renda. And, and this I'm is. Cassie Hunter. <laughs> and, and, are... <laughs> and you are. And I'm Andy Rieger. And you are. Cheryl and Ann.
1: That's it. Just here for the fun. That's us. Bunch of drinkers sitting around the table. Bye, everybody. All
0: right. Awesome. Visit our website, MotivateMePodcast.com, for links to all of our social media, for our Motivate Me YouTube channel, where we're posting video of our trip, and for an application to be on the show. There is also Motivate Me merchandise on our site, as well as the ability to contribute a tank of gas or more, to our road trip, if you so desire. There are 191 episodes in season one, and season two is going to consist of the journey my crew and I experience as we travel around each of the 50 states interviewing people about passion. When we return, those episodes will air, and that will be season three. So let us take you on this journey, and let us motivate you, to take action in your own life. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. This enables us to reach out to more of you. And the world keeps turning and I just keep...